0: What is the purpose of scriptures and why is it important? This episode is brought to you by KG Productions. Well, we have been talking about scriptures since a long time and we are doing one also. So, why is the scripture important and what is is the purpose of the scripture? First and foremost, let us go to the genesis of this whole thing. The genesis is like this. There were scriptures which were not written because there was no language. There was no way of writing it down. Or maybe it might have got written and might not have existed after that. Maybe something must have happened. Anyway, whatever the case might be. So what are these scriptures that we are referring to? As you know, We talk about the Vedas, the Mahabharata, Ramayana, the various Upanishads, too many scriptures here as well as we have the Bible over there, the Quran over there and many others from different, different religions across the world. The idea is that when a person questions the authenticity of the scripture what is this scripture? Is it true? How was it written? Who wrote it? There are various explanations which people have given but they have not satisfied a lot of the people around the world. What are the scriptures? Let us take for example our own scripture which is what we say as the Vedas or the Upanishads. Then we have the various Puranas that are there. So different kinds of Puranas are there, are they authentic, have they been written by somebody? Naturally this question is very very important. Scriptures were earlier transmitted from the Guru to the Shishya by means of verbal transmission and they were verbally transmitted from one to another, to another, to another. Today, if I ask you, what is the telephone number of your own? You may be having two, three numbers. Can you tell me your other phone number? And then you will say, oh, I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just check my phone and let you know what the number is. Our memories are so bad. We rely on artificial memory somewhere. But in olden times, gurus and the shishas, they would learn it by rote and then it was transmitted one to another, to another, to another. Now you may say those are huge scriptures, how can you transmit them by rote from one person to another? No, they were broken down. That is the reason why you will find that there are various sages, rishis connected to it. So you will find that there is one particular rishi connected to one particular say Veda. he will be connected to it. Then he will have his down lines and it goes on ahead and ahead. When were they finally written? Now this was transmitted by verbal, verbally. So when were they finally written? Let us say when language was there, written language and the way of transmission through a written word came into being. You can say that it got written. Some people still say that you know the scriptures are 1400, 1600, 2000, less than that year old. How is it that they are still there? A physical copy of it may not be available to everybody. But there are certain people and families here in India who carry a certain number of scriptures given down from the past. They are having it. Just like most of these great monasteries across the world have at least some kind of a document which tells what Buddha has said in all these Buddhist monasteries you will find them there. When the Nalanda University the ancient Nalanda University, it got destroyed, all these scriptures, all that was written down as the sutras as we call them and their explanations, they were taken away by various people and then at different, different locations, they have those with them. And you can go and see them and you can get an idea about the scriptures also. But you may still say that it is just 2000 years old or less than that. Even the Bible, it was written by four different people, as you know. And then there is a Genesis, there is a part which is different from the Old Testament and the New Testament. and It's a whole homogeneous structure that we are studying today. The question is, if I have to recite the entire Bhagavad Gita, if I just have to recite it, it will take me more than two and a half hours. Think about it. And I have a student in front of me, Arjuna. I will hold the armies like this in animation, okay, and then I am going to recite the scripture to him. And then he is going to learn it and he is going to implement it. Doesn't that sound a little strange to your ears? So when a person asks this question, how is it possible? Even how would you know what Jesus actually said? Or for that matter, the other scriptures, how did God actually transmit it to his prophet and then ahead? Big question. What is the authenticity of that? Let me tell you something, the people who are involved in this action of writing the scriptures, they are very very great sages. Sages who have come from the domain for just giving the scriptures and the knowledge over and over again. In the Das Bodh Satsang, which we were doing, you also learned that the entire worlds may get destroyed. The, all the unmanifest will fold in. But the gurus, the people, those who are connected with the knowledge, it doesn't go away anywhere. It is still there. So now, as I said, they take forms again and again and again. They have knowledge from the past. These are great people. They are repository of knowledge. And that scripture is retransmitted back to us. It can be written now. It can be carved in stone. So this is the thing which you need to know. You may say how a physical body can remember only so much. No? we have a limited memory. But these people are spouting knowledge far beyond our ken and understanding. Exactly the point. They are the repository of knowledge and they take rebirths. He did that. Narada himself had to take rebirths so many times so that he can write something in praise of God and in different different yugas he has come as different different person similarly there are avatars of Vishnu himself you know that we just know the ten major avatars but what about the rest of them Kapila Muni is not considered over there like that there are various avatars which are not considered but they are also giving the knowledge so now you will understand that these are really authentic scriptures. The purpose of these scriptures is to revive the knowledge. The knowledge which has been lost which Sri Krishna himself says. The knowledge was lost in the past. In the Bhagavad Gita Sri Krishna himself says these words to Arjuna. You and I have always come together. I have told about this to your ancestor. The first time I gave the knowledge to the sons of Brahma, Brahma, the sons of Brahma, Surya and so on and so forth. And finally the knowledge, I am again reviving it. So Sri Krishna has given the knowledge with so many avatars that he has taken. Likewise, Ved Vyas has given the knowledge so many times that he has come back again and again. All the sages and the saints, they know their past lives, they know everything. So they can repeat it and then it can get written. So the purpose of the scripture is to revive that knowledge so that you get it back once again that is the word of God alright if it is the word of God in the scriptures everything that is mentioned is literally what is dharma all about and what is adharma all about we got to discard the adharma and we have to take up the dharma the path of righteousness always has to be accepted The path of unrighteousness has to be discarded. This is the main idea. So there is a classification in that of what is right for a person and what is wrong. So the right and the wrong for the material worldly person, and how does a person reach from being a material to a sage? The knowledge is within the scriptures. The scriptures are written in a codex in a code. Even if you read the words, the words are going to not make much sense to a normal person. When I take up the next question, you will understand what I am talking about because I will read the lines. The lines have been read thousands and maybe millions of times by every person. But nobody was able to see what is written in the line. So do you get the point? The answer is, it is extremely important if you wish to reach the path of enlightenment, if you want to go beyond, if you want to completely get dissolved, then you need these scriptures. They are the framework of our existence. You see, a country's framework is in the constitution, isn't it? Everything is written in the constitution. There are laws, there are legal documents, there is the criminal practice code, CPC as we call it and there is so many other laws are there. You got to follow them and you have to be within the ambit of the law. If you go outside of it, yes, there is a punishment too. The scriptures are likewise. They are the framework and we got to abide by them. So I hope you understood the answer.